welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value. Spoiler alert, it's all of it. Also, spoiler alert, we'll be discussing spoilers as usual, so here's your warning. I'm Ashley. And I'm Alex. And I will start by asking, what's new to you, Alex? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was just Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. It was a small, it was just my parents, my grandpa and I. So it was just sort of small. Nice. Thanksgiving kind of thing. We Mm -hmm. ate. And then we went and saw a movie. What would you see? The movie we're going to be talking about. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) I saw it again. We'll save it. We'll save it. Yes. Well, gosh, what'd you eat? Uh, pretty much just normal, like Thanksgiving staples, um, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Um, classic. I saw the classic. I saw a map. It was like besides the classic foods, um, which foods are like second most popular in certain regions. And in the Pacific Northwest, it was salad. Yeah, but I'm I mean, not sure if that meant of, like, like yeah. Did, what what are they? Salad? That's such a broad category. Or like, or like a like a like because salad means a lot of different things, especially it, in the I, context of of Thanksgiving. I have had conversations with with loved ones about this, about what is a salad. What does salad even mean? I think it's just a cold dish with more than one ingredient. <laughs> like, I think you're right. Because there's like jello salad and like And potato sometimes, salad. Sometimes seafood like a salad. casserole. Sometimes like a casserole is even called a salad. Yeah, but do they so does it just mean like green salad? I I'm when you assuming say salad. I'm like when you just say salad, you mean a green salad, I think. I've I never think heard anybody so. be like, Oh, I love salad, you know, like potato salad. Oh I love God. like to mean pasta salad when you just say salad is weird. See, that's why I wasn't sure. I should have looked a little more in depth into that. Yeah, I'm curious. I, but I, I can see that. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you bring a salad, whatever. Like, have some have some romaine, though. Not right now. Don't eat romaine. <laughs> it's bad right now. My dad made a really good joke about um Something like Black Friday sales and romaine is 100% off or something like that. (laughs) Sounds like a really good joke. (laughs) (laughs) What's Uh, your favorite? My favorite food? Thanksgiving dish. Um, It depends year to year. I think this year the green bean casserole really won. We used Mm. um, frozen instead of canned green beans for the first time in like ever. Mm. So that was interesting. That makes a difference. And oh, and my mom tried a different stuffing recipe where it had like little bits of apple in it. Oh, it was so good. See, I asked people, you know, I like to do these kinds of things, you know, leading up to some holiday or something. You know, I'll go around the office asking people what their favorite Thanksgiving dish is or whatever. You know, it's just fun to chat about and, you know, learn more about my coworkers. And like, Two people said ham, and I'm like, "What are you doing eating ham at Thanksgiving? <laughs> ham?" I we don't eat ham at my house for Thanksgiving, but I understand why somebody would prefer it. I like ham more than turkey, but I also like. I think turkey goes better with all the other dishes. 
and it's Thanksgiving. Like, I don't even eat meat. And I'm like, what are you doing, you psycho? You There's don't no eat ham. There's no tofu ham. It's tofurkey. Actually, actually, there is, and I bought one. <laughs> I bought a tofurkey ham. I didn't end up cooking it, but I'll cook it soon. But... Because you know what I prioritized? The turkey substitutes because it's Thanksgiving. What are you doing? <laughs> Hams for Christmas. Um, uh, a lot of people that I, we know were doing uh, mac and cheese as a dish this year. And growing up, mm. that seems like really strange. But I know that in the South, it's very common. Yeah, well, because... Um, Jiva, Dylan's girlfriend, um, she suggested that she might, she didn't end up making one, but she s- said she might make a, a macaroni and cheese. And she's like, I know it sounds weird, but it's like real macaroni and cheese, not like the kind you cook on the stove. I'm like, no, I, I get it. I know what you mean when you say you would make a mac and cheese. But yeah, it seems like maybe it's more like rural or something because she's from I don't Idaho. Know. I think it, I, it just seems like there's already so many breads happening. <laughs> right. We don't need more carbohydrates. So I, I I can see why um, my family doesn't do it, but I also know that mac and cheese is delicious, especially if you do like a nice homemade recipe. Yeah, when you get like the breadcrumbs and stuff, like that's some good shit. But I yeah, no, especially for me as a non-meat eater, like I'm good on the carbs. I've got enough. <laughs> that's all you get is carbs. That's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. I can think there could you could probably do a cool bean sort of based dish. I can imagine, right? I don't know. I mean, probably, but I don't know what that would be. A three bean salad. There you go. <laughs> no, I've never enjoyed three bean salad. I don't. It's just a little much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's this three bean salad they sell at Costco that like everyone in my family loves, but I just can't. I don't know. I don't like beans with my beans. <laughs> too many beans i like other well, things with my beans honestly like i'm pretty picky when it comes to salads like i don't like a lot of the kinds of mm-hmm. salads out there i don't like a pasta salad i don't like a bean salad so i don't know there are certain things it's just like i'd rather eat that warm actually yeah yeah mm-hmm, i get that you know the stuff that, that you want i like a potato salad but that's potato about it as far as and like fruit salad is a whole other thing Oh, don't like even that get me started on fruit salad. That's just like <laughs> you know, Will made like a t- Will made a redneck fruit salad. Oh, what's that? Is, is that the kind with Snickers in it? No, he didn't go that far. We used but to it make was Snickers like, salad. Oh my god, that's insane! No, it was it's like so <laughs> canned fruit cocktail. Uh huh. And like canned peaches and stuff, Cool Whip and coconut. Yep, that's mm-hmm, that's what we do pretty much, except for without the yeah, coconut. Yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. So I had a weird Thanksgiving because this year, Monica, my dad's girlfriend, uh, invited a bunch of her family over and she is Lao. So we had sort of a weird Lao American Thanksgiving. Um, I knew I was like, listen, Monica, you can bring whoever you want, bring as many people, but you have to cook if you are bringing people like you. I cannot be responsible for feeding all of these people, especially because I know they don't want to eat what I make. I eat weird vegetarian food for Thanksgiving. Your Lao relatives do not want my tofurkey. So... But it was it was nice, you know. They they brought stuff and she cooked stuff and I cooked stuff and that was nice. But they were like, "What is this?" <laughs> to, the, to Will's fruit salad. 
Oh. He's like, it's it's my idea. It's, like, it's really a classic version of the fruit salad. <laughs> See, for me, I don't know, man. That's like a dessert at that point. When you add Cool Whip, it's a dessert. My, See, for me, a fruit salad normally, is like but naked. On Thanksgiving, there are different rules. <laughs> Do you want to know what our Snicker salad was? We would only have it on Thanksgiving. It's chopped up Snickers bar, like full size chopped up. And then uh, honey, or not honey crisp, um, Granny Smith apples chopped up. Mm. And then maybe Mm. grapes or something else. And then Cool Whip. That's it. It's just fruit and candy. (laughs) I I don't know about combining apples and Snickers. It works because they're, they're sour apples. I guess it's sort of like getting like a candy apple from Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory or something. Yeah. But anyway, guess... that's one of the things that we had. And I was like, not only now that we're talking about it, I'm like, that's just a dessert. That is just a dessert. I mean. It's literally candy salad. It's candy salad. Like you can't, I don't know if you're allowed to call that a salad. You shouldn't I don't be know. able to, but they called it <laughs> Snicker salad. <laughs> Does Snickers get the rights to that? Do they have the recipe on their bag of Snickers? I'm sure that if someone were to put it in a cookbook, they would just call it candy bar salad, which really yeah. drives home that it is not a salad. I wonder if back in the day, they did try to put that recipe on like a Snickers bag or something. Oh, back in the 70s or something. Yeah, how else would that it was, exist? Yeah, those re- Yeah, who made that? Who invented that? Or think about the 60s when they had all those like jello salads that were just like jello with something suspended in the middle of it. Oh god. Those were recipes like, that people followed. Yeah, I mean, oh god. Yeah, they're really horrible. It just makes me think of that great aspic that they eat in that episode of Hannibal uh-huh. with the fish in it. Mhm. How how Mass Mickelson kept intentionally screwing up the scene so Lawrence Fishburne had to keep eating it. <laughs> or that makes me think, and thank goodness we don't have it here, but honestly, it probably is actually not terrible, but like jellied eel. Because <laughs> 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 no, no. I like, so like, eel is okay in sushi, but that's a different kind of eel, and it's very differently it's not boiled i mean i guess i have no room to talk i stopped eating meat when i was 10 years old i don't know what eel is like but it sounds like the worst thing like eel on just... sushi is amazing but the way it looks when they boil it in england it looks like like spam meets rubber <laughs> with like shark skin on it <laughs> yeah. yeah no so... thank you no thank you <laughs> How about your things? Well, I guess you already sort of. I did a little bit. It. Yeah, it was interesting though because one of the people who decided to spend the day with us was uh, Monica's mom, mm-hmm. and she is a Buddhist monk. Oh wow! Um, yeah, when her husband died, she um, she became a monk, and she monk, Buddhist monks don't eat after noon. So, like, she's this old Buddhist Lao lady who doesn't speak English very well and doesn't eat food at that time of day. (laughs) So she's a ghost? (laughs) 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, I like, I felt bad because we're all just like chatting and having a rowdy time. And then there's just like this old monk there like, well, I guess I'll go in the other room and meditate. Because like, like, it's nice for you to be here, but this maybe isn't the ideal sort of gathering for you. I don't know. Well, maybe she really enjoyed just watching. I hope that she had a nice time, but uh, but I did feel <laughs> I felt a little bad. <laughs> but it was uh, no, it was really fun and uh, getting to see her. Though, see the trouble with especially when it's like this many people and this much food. Like when you're doing a lot of the cooking, you kind of miss a lot of the party. And yeah. so that was like it was you know I was like cooking and cooking and cooking you know before almost everybody got there and then up through like when everybody was done eating it's like finally I get to sit down and then you know we're like hanging out on the couch and Will's like yeah maybe we'll take off soon and I'm like no I didn't get to hang out at all he's like oh yeah you're right <laughs> I was like yeah, no I want to hang out for a minute I didn't get to talk to anybody but but I like to do it. I do. It's really nice to be able to do that. But it does kind of keep you away from the festivities. So I yeah. insisted that we stay a while. But they've uh, actually, it was ridiculous. On Friday morning, we had to drive my dad and Monica and her youngest daughter to the airport. Because they are in Laos right now for wow. like a couple of weeks and uh so we had to get up we we like came back to our place for like five hours to sleep and then we drove back over there uh, at like four in the morning oh, to boy. drive them all the way to the portland airport which is like you an hour drive shopping after that <laughs> well that was the plan you oh, see really? that what we were like oh Great. Well, as long as we're over there, let's go yeah. do some Black Friday shopping at Cascade Station. Guess what, though? Cascade what? Station wasn't doing no all-night Black Friday anything. Target? No, Target didn't open until 7 in the morning. That's weird. Normally they're open Isn't all it night. weird? Ikea? Ikea didn't open until 10. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe I mean it's like good as a as a former retail worker who has worked my share of Black Fridays like good I'm glad that those stores aren't making their employees work all night on Thanksgiving like good but like what I couldn't believe it <laughs> I I I understand when people are like against the whole like Thanksgiving retail being open but it calms down Black Friday so much if the, it, there's like a head start because all of the like mm -hmm really out there shoppers get done first thing 6 p.m after 6 p.m thanksgiving then friday mm -hmm. morning rolls along and everything's juicy like nothing goes bad here's the thing though like so we decided like you know in the afternoon you know after we came home and slept some more um we we're like well hey like we did want to do some shopping there was some stuff i want to buy so like let's just go back over there i need to get a coffee table from ikea so let's just go and see what we can see there was mm -hmm. like no sales like ikea was basically not on sale we I found mean, very little and then target was also like nothing like nothing like did i got some jeans on sale huh did you get the coupon from Target? I did. I did get the coupon. Okay. Yes, I okay, got the, the twenty percent off thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I got mine last <laughs> night. I got. I bought four movies. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, we bought some movies. We did buy some, but I was just like kind of like let down. It's like this is not like I remember I went Black Friday shopping last year, and I there was just a lot more going on. Yeah, just, I, like, think I think Black Friday is dying. Really big place currently. Like that's I also went to Walmart though is the thing, huh. and I went to Walmart on my way home from the airport, so it was like you know oh, wee yeah, hours, mm-hmm. and there was nobody there. I mean, like there were some big TVs <laughs> on sale, but yeah. it was like. It was not anything. I couldn't believe yeah. it. So, oh well. I think it's, it's mainly a TV holiday. <laughs> it is. It's. <laughs> they did have some big 4K TVs, like 68-inch 4K TVs for like $350. Yeah, I heard like, the curved oh. ones were around that price too. <laughs> anyway, I think that's <laughs> enough talking about Black Friday. Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> Can we not make Black Friday into some sort of like media um lesson <laughs> you know i haven't really considered it i you you'd need that'll to give next, me some time the next episode sure two weeks after <laughs> black friday yeah relevant uh, so what are we talking about today alex so i went and saw a movie and i saw it twice I went and saw <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I can't believe you saw it twice. I really can't. Okay, so <laughs> I'm a sucker for Harry Potter, as most people are, and I wanted my mom to see it, so she paid for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, then. But anyway, I wanted to discuss um, not just that movie, but also other, especially recently, movies and shows and music and and basically any of it where the person that is a main part of it is kind of a piece of shit (laughs) you mean like an an actor or a or a writer or a producer or something like that yes like a real person not a character yes like a real person because there's always characters um that are pieces of shit um it just so happens in crimes on grindelwald they're the same person the character that's a piece of shit is also the human that's a piece of shit yeah yeah it's true so anyone true. And for anyone who who isn't in the know even it she, it's pretty it's pretty all over the place um johnny depp was cast as the lead villain in the new harry potter series this is the second of five movies um oh my god is that true five that is, oh that is true five movies they have to span 19 years what in the <laughs> yeah. world Right? It's a little out of control. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, Johnny Depp was cast, and the rest of the cast was not informed. Um, It was an executive decision, I think, by the the higher-ups and J.K. Rowling. And there's just been sort of lots of fallout uh, from it, because Johnny Depp is accused of domestic violence and all that. Yeah. So, So, like, first to just talk about Johnny Depp because I mean like it's pretty clear that he's like a a shitty person and an abuser and it's kind of weird that this is like recent news because I think it's always been sort of clear that he had issues you know anger issues and Uh and behavioral issues because like way back in the 90s you know he was infamous for like trashing hotel rooms and stuff i did not know that you didn't oh yeah it was like he like threw a tv out of a hotel window 
Like, it was a whole thing. But back then, it was the 90s, and it was just like, oh, man, he's just living that rock star life. Yeah, it was just like, he's the edgy bad boy of Hollywood. Um, But it's like, no, that's a a warning. Like, that's a problem. And so for it to be like, oh, my God, he's, you know, a a partner abuser, it's like, "Mm, I mean, saw it coming? And it's... And like I used to be a really big fan, I did. Like I think a lot of back... people used to be really big fans because he used to do really good work. He and and I will say I will like I don't want to defend him obviously, but he does a good job in the movie because I mean it's just what he's always done is be a creepy bad guy. I suppose so. I mean, I've been um, unimpressed with his uh there have been some more recent ones recent Recent ones where it's not good but i mean it's really hard to mess up the character that he was given for this yeah i mean he could probably do that in his sleep right or anyone else could do it (laughs) yeah just walk around and chew the scenery this is totally side note but during a lot of the press interviews which johnny depp was not involved in thank goodness very smart on their their you know their end for multiple reasons um but they asked who each of the other actors would play if they didn't have their own character, their character. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the actress who plays Lita Lestrange, uh, mm-hmm. I'm totally blanking on her name, even though her dad's a famous rock star. <laughs> mm. um, you know Honestly, me. Honestly, I'm not sure. Names. Uh, yeah, but I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> I'm blanking. Oh, it's in my tongue. It won't make any sense unless I say it. Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, full disclosure. I've not seen either Fantastic Beasts film. That's fine. So. She's only in the second one. Um, she plays a distant relative of Belichick Lestrange and that whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was asked, you know, if she could be any other character, who would she be? And she said Grindelwald. <laughs> and I was awesome. like, yes, <laughs> that would yeah. be incredible. <laughs> And I think um, Ezra Miller had the sim- a similar reaction. Uh, Ezra Miller's a good boy. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I'll just maintain, as I always have, that they should have cast Mads Mikkelsen. So. Yeah, that, I mean, really anyone. And, and just right off of talking about Ezra, here's an interview from his beautiful Playboy uh, spread mm-hmm. if anyone if you haven't seen his playboy spread it's just stunning i mean it's a whole shoot like it's... it's a whole shoot and it's like it's like when did playboy really become this like like they're trying to do something new and cool and i'm like what is it what, because they will they die as an institution if they do not grow <laughs> that true. is that's why true. that's true i guess but it's just really like just really good. But anyway, in that interview, they did mention um, that he was uh, high, smoking weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it gets a little gets a little floaty around the middle of the quote. But this is him uh, when they learned about Johnny Depp bidding cast. He said, uh, no, none of us were consulted. None of us knew. Look, I bring forth my work to this job and I do the best that I can. After a long pause, he said, I would say that... Literally every single aspect of my reality, inclusive of a lot of things that are not fine with me, are fine with me. It's amazing how far the banner of all good can extend. Hmm. I'm not (laughs) totally sure what he's saying there. Right? He's high. So that's part (laughs) of it. But I also think it's like, 
it's like a sort of him coming to an understanding with it. So like, he's a queer actor. He can't do a lot of things or he's told he can't do a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of things in the world that he's not okay with, but he has to be okay with in order. To right. It's just there. sort of making peace with the situation you find yourself in. Exactly. And I think that's his, uh, him dealing with, with this. I mean, um, cause it is out of his hands and it's like out of his hands. And he, he wants to be in this franchise more than Johnny Depp does. We know that. Right. And we know that Johnny Depp's going to get murdered in the final movie. And it's going to be glorious. And we're all going to be happy about it. So maybe that's well, think, the condolence. So hang on. So I, I guess this we're getting in the weeds a little bit here. But like, isn't Grindelwald alive in oh, the Harry right. Potter series? You're right. He's Sorry, alive. He's an old, he, old man he, in a tower. He gets, and he's alive. He gets, he gets defeated and imprisoned in his own castle yeah okay so, so he doesn't still, die so he, he loses he loses but but he does live for a yeah, very long time thank you. thank you for the clarification there's so many so many things <laughs> I, I would lose horribly at a harry potter like trivia night <laughs> yeah i mean and i'm like you know i grew up with it obviously you know i read all the books growing up saw the movies but like at a certain point i, it, I did kind of fall away from it so i'm not by any means a harry potter super fan but you know it's there it's in my blood <laughs> it's my generation yeah um and then it's not specifically on the topic of of uh you know the whole johnny depp and 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 that sort of like negative negative person involved in a in a, in a project mm-hmm. um but I mean, another big part of these this new uh, quintilogy of movies um, <laughs> series <laughs> is that John or uh, Grindelwald and Dumbledore were mm-hmm. romantically involved, and in, in the this, lore, in the lore, uh, according to the loreistress. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and they don't shy away from that in this movie, but it's very, like, heavily implied and not 100% verbally confirmed. Yeah. So, that's another thing that's, like, being a little bit strung along like that is kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff that J.K. Rowling is deciding about Harry Potter and the wizard universe, um after the fact is she's just sort of saying like oh and also you didn't know it at the time but yeah Dumbledore was gay and it's like but what is like what does it matter if it doesn't come up you know like oh apparently there are Jewish wizards not that we would know yeah. <laughs> it's you know yeah. she's trying to sort of retcon inclusivity and it doesn't m- count for much because that's not representation I mean, I at least see it as her, because she does have a quite a loud voice, um, yes. and so a lot of people can hear her. And I and I appreciate when she does try to include people, but maybe just like do it in a way that's not defending your work. You know right. I mean? It just seems so sort of like no, no, they were gay. You just didn't see. It was like, mm, come on, Joanne. <laughs> I mean, I. I read the seventh book much after it came out and after she made that comment. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really clear to me that they were. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say I didn't actually ever finish the final book. It's a it's a hard one. It's a big one. Well, yeah, and I and I, I just you know campsite to campsite in there too. I I yeah, we bought it. You know, I went out with my friends for the midnight release because they were really excited. I was like, okay, cool, let's do it. And I got my book, and we all sat down that night and started reading. And then we went to bed, and I never picked it back up. So yeah, yeah, um, just wasn't the thing I wanted to do at that yeah. time. So, um, since we've brought up rolling, mm-hmm. um, so I also found another quote from her. It says, Rowling revealed that she and the director, David Yates, naturally considered the possibility of recasting Johnny, um, but based on their understanding of the circumstances, the filmmakers and I are not only comfortable sticking with our original casting, but genuinely happy to have Johnny playing a major character in the movies. What? So basically, they heard his side and they believed him. And that's that. Hmm. Which I don't like. And that makes me dislike David Yates as well. And he's done an excellent job of crafting the later movies and and making them cohesive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... It's not like... I really wish we had like people to discuss this with because I am not an expert on all of this stuff by any means. And I want to give her the benefit of the the doubt, but it just seems a little blind. Like it it seems like they're just, yeah, they're it's convenient for them to to take it. Because it's going to make them money. Right. And, and it's, yeah, it's just easier that way. And it's also, like, really boring choice, honestly. Like, right? oh, big scary villain who's got, like, a weird eye. Oh, Johnny Depp. Like, anybody could cast that. Like, pick somebody who's going to really give you a show-stopping and not predictable performance. Because, honestly, yeah. Johnny does a good, serviceable job as this role. But we don't I mean, see anything it's... new from him. It's been a long time since Johnny Depp has surprised us. And he's I don't think he really is going to try to ever again. Yeah. But, I mean, and here's another thing that just really ticks me off. Like, in the original Harry Potter series, they had a commitment to casting only, you know, British actors and British... Yeah. roles and so and so you know then there were other characters who were you know of other nationalities and so it's like in especially in this new series like it takes place in america and so okay like we've got american actors playing americans that's great that's fine but grindelwald he's i don't know german german i forget exactly he's german or austrian or something but he went to Durmstrang. yeah he went to Durmstrang. so i mean he should be european like come on cast a european actor and why cast I mean, an American? We could, we could we could think of a million excellent evil villains from, sure. from, from that part of the world. I mean, it would be easy. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of I don't remember the name his name off the top of my head, but the the Nazi from Inglorious Bastards, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, that was in my head too. That would be because that would be an interesting choice because he's got that really like cordial sort of manner, which is interesting. He does, and I think he could look the part. My and this isn't a fear, this is 
it would be really cool to see him go really dark because we know he's played bad guys, but he's played them humorously before. I want to see him just be sinister. Right. And yeah, I I, I didn't see him in Spectre in, in 007 Spectre. I I don't watch. So I don't know how he played that part, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I mean, it's not like there's freaking non-Americans that you can cast. And I, and I think that they should have, I think that it it was kind of boring of them to cast an American and especially boring of them to cast Johnny Depp. All of the sort of political and, and you know, moral decisions aside, like yeah. just kind of kind of boring, guys. Really basic. <laughs> way to be yeah, basic. Way to be- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, and then, you know, you've got the other side of things and as a media consumer as you know as somebody on this side of the the theater so to speak like what choices do you make when when you find out that like someone involved in a project that you like is crappy yeah i remember at the end of the first movie i was furious because it goes from colin, was- it goes from it goes from colin farrell who does an excellent job I love Colin Farrell. He does so good. He does so good as the character he plays. And then it's revealed that it's Johnny Depp the whole time. And you're like, nah, I, I was so serious because he's not in, he, they didn't advertise that he's in it. Like it was a great, great held secret, but just like without any payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I mean, as a little aside, this is the second time that Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp have played the same character with a different yeah, face. Right. Fantastic. Or, uh, the... Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Great um, film. And honestly, Johnny Depp's only in it for like 10 They years. could have had Colin Farrell play the play Grindelwald too. He would have done a great yeah. job. Yeah, why? Why? Yeah. Uh, but it, and, yeah, and then sure. also, I was not excited for this movie at all. And and it was entirely because of Johnny Depp. Only mm-hmm. after, like, I think this past month when they released the most recent trailer, the magic finally got me, and I was like, I have to see this. Because yeah. it's so, you know, you can't... It's there's some it's something about it, the, the Harry Potter universe that it's very difficult to resist. And, <laughs> and I know, you know, I, I, I admit, I wish I could have, like, hold this above J.K. Rowling and be like, I didn't see your movie because I have morals. Um... <laughs> But I couldn't resist. Um, mm-hmm. And I loved the movie, honestly. A lot of people didn't love the movie. And it's, you know, there's various reasons for that. Um, it's being it's being reviewed fairly poorly. Yeah, and it's uh, making the least amount of money uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the series. But I just, it just, I really wish I could love it with every fiber of my being. And I can't. Yeah, it's been spoiled. It's been spoiled not only because of the casting, but also like everything surrounding that. Like another thing, so I was I've been watching a lot of interviews and stuff with the cast. Again, Johnny Depp is not in any of them because they were like, he's having some issues. We need like it's it's obvious PR. Like Yeah, they just don't want him there. They don't want him there because he's gonna say something stupid. Or, or they the, just don't want people him are just gonna be mad that he's there. there. Exactly. Like they just don't want people to look at his face. <laughs> exactly. Um, just don't it, want him there. And then at Comic Con, he wasn't at the panel, but then they did a surprise twist, and he shows up, and he just 
He's just in costume as the character and does a monologue as the character and leaves. Because if he shows up as himself and they boo, what are you going to do? (laughs) (laughs) At least if they boo Johnny Depp, it's like, no, they're booing Grindelwald because he's a bad guy. See, they're so smart. They're so smart. But that... How does it feel to be... I mean, like, I don't give a shit about him and I don't feel (laughs) bad for him. But, like, how does it feel to be Johnny Depp right now? (laughs) Um, Here, I have a quote. (laughs) Oh, no. The first of the quotes. What is it? No, it's not the first of the quotes. He, quote, felt bad. (laughs) <laughs> that J.K. Rowling had to field all these various feelings from various people out there. And then he says, I felt bad that she had to take that. But ultimately, there's a real controversy. The fact remains, I was falsely accused, which is why I'm using this, why I'm suing the Sun newspaper for defamation for repeated false accusations. He continued, mm-hmm. J.K. has seen the evidence and therefore knows I was falsely accused. And that's why she has publicly supported me. She doesn't take things lightly. She would like she would not stand up if she did not know uh, didn't know the truth. That's really it. You know what? That sounds a lot like a certain person that we know that we all hate. It sounds a <laughs> lot know, like uh, interesting comparison. Donald Trump. Yeah, just this sort of like, like no. If it's all it's fake news. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, he is saying it's fake news. And he's saying it's fake news, and he's, he's saying and the whole that only a few people actually know the truth. Falsely and... accused? That's yeah. bullshit. You yeah. were that no, was I your still... wife. It doesn't matter who she was to him, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Like... But like, that's just I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, what a what a warning sign it was when a fifty year old man marries a twenty seven year old woman. Yeah, like that's that's not a good sign for the relationship. And then and then he says, "J.K. Rowling's seen the evidence." What? What evidence? What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. There's no evidence for something not occurring, right? Like Amber Heard is like, "Hey, he abused me," and yeah. what evidence is there that he didn't do it? Like that's exactly. not how evidence Ugh. works. That's not. <laughs> that's that that quote and i knew it would infuriate you but it infuriates me yeah that's bad that's bad i think i think I that quote was like it. the week the movie came out because they would not let him talk up until then of course yeah and now we know why because that's just bullshit and it's just it's so frustrating because yeah like i used to be a big fan and a lot of his older movies are really good and i enjoy them as films but i can't enjoy them anymore and like and that's another thing me, we should talk but like about it is, sucks is the bad taste we have in our mouth from some of our favorite movies like nobody's gonna want to go watch edward scissorhands anymore and that's I like don't. that's like a go-to it's a good one and i mean i'm a i'm a long time nerd for the pirates franchise you know I, benny and june benny is and a june delightful is, film is, um ali's favorite movie yeah, it's, I mean, it's wonderful. And, and then you just look at him and you're like, I know what you are. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, and I mean, and, you know, we've had similar things with, you know, other, other celebrities being outed as terrible humans and, yeah. you know, for, you know, to, to greater and lesser degrees, um, you know, Kevin Spacey yeah. got ousted from House of Cards because of it. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and picked Netflix from a lead role in a movie. Yeah, they're like, mm, no, like, and like, uh, it's even like, Baby Driver is one of my favorite movies that's come out in recent years, and like, 
I just have to grit my teeth when he's yeah. on screen. Because, <laughs> uh, I can't. I mean, like, no one's ever going to be able to watch the Cosby show again. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I'm really annoyed, too. And, and, and you're right about the degrees of severity in some of these cases, but still, I don't think that should... I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I know. it's well, And that's the trouble. It's like, how do you know what to do? Because it's like, you know what? If I watch my DVD of Benny and June that I own already, like, that doesn't mean anything to Johnny Depp. You know, that's I'm not true, supporting yeah. him in watching that. But just, yeah. like, it turns my stomach. Yeah. So, you know, it, at that point, you know, it's like, yeah, if you decide to go and see the films that are coming out, that's one thing. But like just going back and watching the old stuff, like it's so it's at that point it's just like can you enjoy it anymore? Yeah. <sighs> it's tough. It sucks. And I mean, first world problems, am I right? But like <laughs> but it's not fun. It's yeah. And then, you know, just on top of the whole Johnny Depp thing, like, clearly you enjoyed the film and you're enjoying them, but, like, there have been a lot of complaints about, like, J.K. Rowling sort of, like, pulling a, a George Lucas lately with... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> with oh, Harry Potter yeah. and all this oh, stuff that oh, she's doing. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I can get into this. this is an easier conversation to have spoilers ahead i was gonna save on some of them i might save on the big one at the end because it's pretty cool but so we show up at hogwarts we're there in 1927 minerva mcgonagall's there somehow even though she wasn't born until 1935 okay sure it's magic right (laughs) it's it's magic so she's either completely changing the facts that she's already set up that are in physical printed books that she wrote i mean yeah, clearly she has done this already. Like right? it's or and it's not explained and it's also not clarified. It could be her mom, but just say it's her mom. Like don't make it a whole thing and make us annoyed that you're changing. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, that's because it's entirely that's... for fan service to have McGonagall there. Yeah, that's that's what we call pulling a Lucas. That's... Yeah, and she does that. She does that the whole movie for different effects. Some of it's really good. Some of it's like, what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's one of the ones that people are getting a little technical on is, you know, McGonagall's age. I don't think that's technical. I think that's pretty significant. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't think they're nitpicking there. <laughs> She's canonically not been born yet. So, <laughs> mm. I mean, it's like, it's like at the end of, um, Battle of the Five Armies, the, the Hobbit third film, when uh-huh. Thranduil tells, he basically is like, hey, Legolas, go find Aragorn. Even though, like, at this point in the history of Middle-earth, which is very, very, very well defined, like, Aragorn would have been, like, a little boy. Like, he would <laughs> he wasn't Aragorn yet. So, like, what are you doing? You just, you just have to allude to the fact that Legolas is gonna go and chill with aragorn and it's dumb you didn't need to do that yeah there's some other things a lot of people were really upset about nagini as well oh i'm really mad about that yeah i mean like how tone deaf it's a little very tone deaf but 
what was really, really creepy was going back and watching all the interviews. And they have the actress who plays Nagini there, but they're mm-hmm. not allowed to say what she is or who she is. Right. And that's like, they did that a little bit in um, The Last Jedi too. But. Sure. But it was still like, that's not very dignified. Well, that's I really mean. rude, I think. Be like, oh, I, I'm in this I'm... movie. You should come see this movie. And like. It's a secret who I play. But it's a secret who I am. And it's like, what? Well, why are you here? Was this before the trailers came out? Because the trailers just give that one away. Yeah. Some, I think it was Comic-Con. They, she was there and, and they weren't allowed to say who she was. And the trailer saying who she was wasn't until September. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like, that's really a, a little upsetting to me. Like, I mean, more upsetting to me is that they're like, hmm, you know that animal snake sidekick that the villain has that's all sneaky and scary and, and oh, yeah, she's actually an Asian woman. What? Yeah. Like, I mean, how, you're, you're how badly right. can you fall into shitty, like, racist stereotypes? You're like, they just right. face planted in that. I will say that she's a, she's a star. She's amazing in the movie. I mean, you got to. I'm sure she's a great actress. Like, this is nothing against the actress. Yeah, but this is the writing. You're hundred percent right. And like, can't blame her for taking that role because, like, that's the role. Like, you know, like, what are you gonna do? Say, yeah. Mm -mm. No, No, I'm not gonna play this really important character in this series that's gonna have four more movies. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, you don't turn that down, and it sucks that she was put in that position. Yeah, but I'm 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 all for her making the most of it and killing it, honestly. Yeah, no. Kill it. Get take their money. Take their money. Take their money. <laughs> take it from exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> take their money, take our money. Yes, do it. Yes. Yes. But like, ugh. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and then of course she's also a, an imprisoned circus performer in the movie as well. Yeah, because that's not just making things all the worse. At a wizard freak they show. really gilded the lily on that one didn't they yeah. uh have you seen that horrible 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 concept art of baby like creepy baby cauldron voldemort like suckling oh, from Nagini's yes. like so snake boobs ashlyn has like the art book and it's in there okay and i'm like why it's uh <laughs> 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 I mean, here's the thing. J.K. Rowling knows England. She knows Britain. And whenever she tries to step outside of that, she's just stepping her foot right into her mouth. Like, <laughs> she doesn't understand anybody else but the British. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna like... It's going to be interesting because in this movie they go um, to Paris. Okay. So there's another another place that she's not from, as familiar with. Yeah, um, at least it's, it, you know, England adjacent. Yeah, and I, and I think they're bound to go to the American Wizarding School because they drop a teeny, teeny, mm. tiny hint uh, about somebody yeah, who teaches sure. there. Yeah, I mean, of course they're gonna. Like, how how can you not? Right, there's three but... movies they have to kill time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, the idea that, that the entirety of the United States could have one Wizarding School. Yeah. That's that's just nonsense. 
and I, and like just with all of this stuff, like I'm having flashbacks to to Twilight, um, oh, yeah. and Stephanie Meyer's sort of really, really, really tone deaf um, writing of the Quileute tribe. Yeah, the whole like Native American thing. Like they're in the in the Quileute tribe, they do have legends about like wolves becoming men. But that doesn't mean men turn back into wolves. And in fact, for them, that's like really kind of offensive because uh-huh. that's like a reversion back yeah. into an animal. And then, uh-huh. you know, just on top of that, I wrote a whole paper about this. So <laughs> um, I shouldn't keep talking. But needless to say, I mean, it's just a white lady being like, mm, I'm going to like just pick some things from this culture and just have fun with it. <laughs> and 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 like it's understandable because it's it, you can t- you can get inspired by anything but it's you have to be responsible and right. you have to you have to decide if you're not allowed to tackle a subject or not or at least understand what you're drawing yeah. from like yeah. don't just like skim a wikipedia page and call it good and just use whatever you like you're gonna screw up and they they have yeah it sucks like i mean especially you know the case with with native americans the way that that native culture is just bastardized and borrowed from and just like ugh, it's so yucky and and it just continues to happen i think more so than than maybe some other cultures because people feel like they have this free pass because Native Americans almost feel like mythical creatures, like where it's like, yeah. oh, but they're not really around. So yeah. I can just, you yeah. know, it's the last of the Mohicans over and over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, there's still Native people. There's still, that tribe still exists. They're around. You can go and talk to them, ask them to tell you about their culture and what would be acceptable and what wouldn't be acceptable. You can just go and ask a real human who can tell you and has the authority to do that. And if they decide they don't want to tell you, don't That's just do it anyway. Too bad for you. <laughs> too bad for you. It's not just yours. Accept, just accept the no and, and don't, don't go do to something do else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's ugh, ugh, yucky. Yucky. Well, Alex. in less yucky news, Ezra oh, Miller good. is an angel star. Yes. <laughs> um, he spends the whole movie trying to decide who his real family is because he's just this orphaned credence. Yes. Um, and his mom was a terrible person and turned him into a monster. Or his uh, his adopted mother. And so he, he's actually team, he actually teams up with Nagini. Uh, and they uh, go in search of his family. Just the well, two of them. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, we do know that Nagini, you know, goes on to be Nagini, so that's not, you know. But we also don't know if she, how she gets there. Because right. if I've learned well, anything, especially from this movie, whoever's the current Dark Lord of, of Magic is not going to tell you the truth. That's true. It's not going to tell You're you the right truth, about that. and they're not going to necessarily give you the choice. Right, and she just at some point ends up being full time snake. Yeah. So, who and knows I don't know if she, happens. I don't know if she turns into a snake who has human like thoughts, or if she just is a snake. You know. Yeah, 
You know what's weird, though? I mean, I guess it, that's not really, it doesn't really matter because, like, an animagus can just be whatever. Yeah. It's a little weird, though, that, like, Nagini is a Korean lady who turns into, like, a South American snake. So, she, what kind of snake is she? I, I'm not 100% sure, but in the film, the circus master, who is a shithead, <laughs> um, says they found her, I think, in the in the jungles of South America, and that she has a blood curse. A blood curse, huh? Blood curse. Mm-hmm. So. What does I that mean? mean? I, I think it's just the, the wording they choose for uh, a maledictus, which is anyone that has a sort of like weird. Uh, like, I think they even call Credence a maledictus because he has the he, he's the um, the obscurial where he's like half untamed magic that's just trying to destroy things. Um, huh. Wow, there's a lot of new stuff in, yeah, in Wizard of Town, huh? There's a lot <laughs> there's of new of, stuff these there's days. There's a lot of new stuff. <laughs> so um, she's not an animagus? No, no. She's she's cursed to uh, eventually, at some point, not be able to turn back. Okay, but can she yeah. transform freely? Currently, she can transform at will. Uh, but eventually, she I don't know. None of this matters. Out. This is not relevant to yeah. anything. I just don't understand what's going yeah, on with yeah. Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. Also, on another know. good note, um, uh, what's his face as Newt Scamander is really good. Oh, Eddie Redmayne is a Eddie Redmayne. delight and a treasure. He's good in the first movie, but he's even better in the second. Oh, that's um, nice. He, no, he's a, he's a treasure. He's a good the rest boy of the supporting cast is really excellent as well. You learn a lot more about their characters and their motivations. One in particular really stood out to me in the first movie, Queenie. She's um, an American witch who can read minds. Um, she is just sort of this uh, like squeaky voiced, super positive. She's lovable, just like a little mall. She's just really loving and trusting. And in this one, she's really upset that she can't be with the human that she loves. Who's, or the, right. Or the muggle that she loves because it's currently illegal in this, in, in this time. And huh. all she wants is a normal life, which is really surprising for the wizarding world. And I really like that about her character. Right. It's not about... Yeah, she like doesn't going want to be a and doing some witch. great adventures. She just wants to have babies with somebody she loves. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, eventually, it does force her to pick a side that isn't the right side mm. because she thinks it'll get her what she wants. That's how it goes. Yeah, and so that's really, I think, one of my favorite storylines in the movie because it's so relatable and heartbreaking. And it's also, yeah. it's also, at least I felt like it was definitely the replacement for the queer storyline we're not getting still. I don't know how much of a replacement it is, but... There, it, because the, the words in the movie, I don't know if this is verbatim, but she said, I just want to be free, to, or I think uh, Grindelwald tells her she deserves to be free to love who she wants. Mm. And that's a little like... <laughs> obvious yeah yeah well especially if it's grindelwald saying it yeah so and another thing that's never been discussed which i'm still a little annoyed at 
is how queer people are actually treated in the wizarding world. Like, do uh, do the wizards treat them the same way the humans or the muggles do? Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't really know anything so about they have to keep wizard their love culture. A secret. Yeah, I would assume it's the same because otherwise everybody would know know Dumbledore's gay. Right, it would just be, like, fine and normal. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got the sense that as far as those kinds of morals... Honestly, like, wizards and muggles in the books have pretty similar sort of cultural well, yeah, norms Yeah, all the wizards are racist. <laughs> like, honest, like, that's Grindelwald's whole thing. He's Wizard Hitler. He is that, yes. Which I is guess why that he makes coincides that. with World War Two. Yeah, I guess that makes... Um, the Death Eaters, the wizard alt-right? Well, if you remember in the fourth movie, when the when the Death Eaters come and break up the Quidditch World Cup in their big tall yeah. pointy hats. Yeah, they're, they're definitely neo-Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> they're neo-Nazis slash uh, KKK. Yeah. And man, yeah. yeah. And those books technically take place in the 90s too, so yeah, they were exactly. on it earlier than, than the muggles <laughs> got around to coming back to the fascism thing oh my goodness we're we're getting real heated up on this one <laughs> it's angry stuff man it's angry angry stuff hey but you know what if 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 someone out there wants to be reminded of the good old days of harry potter when things were good and nice and and just and just good happy times go and watch movies with mikey because he's oh my goodness two the episodes deep was into so his, good Yes, two episodes deep into his three-episode series on the Harry Potter movie franchise, and it's a delight. Like it is reminding me of of my 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 Harry Potter days, and you know just what's what's good about Harry Potter. What I really so, appreciate about appreciate about especially the second episode was mm-hmm. he pointed out things that I have been defending to my friends for so long. <laughs> like I loved the fifth movie so much, but everybody was like, "It's so different from the book. It's the worst one so far. It's so short." It's like, but it's when we finally get a, a visual language for the Wizarding World that is different and unique and not like anything else. Yeah, I mean, no, I I think that I think that the fifth one's really good. And that movie is also when we. We know when somebody disappears going up in a puff of black or white smoke, we know what they're doing. If we see a flash of green light coming from a wand, we know exactly what spell that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So yeah, movies with Mikey, always. Well, always and forever, but right now, especially relevant, because he's talking about the good times. I really hope that in his part three, he does a little bit of a like, like we're doing discussing the new series i trust that he will i trust I, that he will i believe too. that he will because he has he did three movies three movies and i was gonna do two movies so he's got a little room yeah though i'm sure there's a lot to talk about in the last ones but yeah, yeah i think that he's left himself room for some sort of like outside of those films conversation yeah i think it's important and i and, and he 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 knows what he's talking about or he he's he's he smart never, guy. He never just you brushes past a subject. Right. He has to talk right. about something if it's there. Yep. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, um, besides that, uh, so first of all, I guess, is anything else you wanted to say on this topic? Anything 
There's any a lot notes? of things, but I don't, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say anymore because if somebody were to watch it, I want them to feel that magic that the movie did allow me to feel, even if there's a lot of icky stuff about it. Right. But I also don't want to recommend it because of the icky stuff about it. Right. But yeah, if there's anyone out there who is listening who does plan to see the movie, then we won't spoil it for you. Even though and, we do have a spoiler warning. <laughs> and, I, and I'm definitely like, if something's going to give you a little bit of happiness, like you have to grab that. <laughs> right. It's like, if it's already like kind of spoiled, so don't spoil it the rest of the way. <laughs> well, well that and like, I'm not going to tell you what to watch and what not to watch. Sure. I mean, you saw if it twice, makes, so. Yeah. If something <laughs> makes you happy. You have you have to take advantage of that. Yeah, you're allowed. But you're I think allowed. it's also important to understand, you know, the the issues, and that's what our whole understand podcast the is context. About. Of, yeah, context. You know? Context. <laughs> yeah, context. Okay, well, in that case, besides movies with Mikey, do you have any recommendations this episode? Ah. <sighs> Well, I uh, I did watch all of She-Ra, the, the reboot on Netflix. Oh! It was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it's know. a children's show. Like, it's it, a it, chil- it, it's- Well, it's a children's show, but it's also like, we've seen children's shows be monumentally earth-shattering, like The Last Airbender. So, but I, I don't know. It's like, I judge everything by The Last Airbender. It's, it's too steep, man. I know, but it's like, it was done once. Netflix is a lot more flexible. You'd think they could do it. <laughs> so that's your um, feeble recommendation? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, if you need some, like, sort of gay cartoon characters. Like, they're all gay, but they're not gay, you know? And right. I'm still tired of that at this point. Yeah, everything's just sort of pretending it's gayer than it is. <laughs> Well, it's like, this is, I don't know. I, I just don't like it when we show something is okay, but then we don't actually name it. I agree. Because. I agree. Sure, it's it's good that children are seeing like, um, you know, different versions of people or different types of people with, with different, you know, personalities and like flamboyant uh, feminine male characters and um and that sort of thing but you know you gotta name it and there's really only one gay thing in she-ra that's named and that's two of the princesses are like always hugging each other and they're like they're both her aunts or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they don't say like i don't know i don't know and they're a couple yeah yeah so it's like <sighs> no i know what you mean i, do. I don't know it, it's like that whole thing like labels don't matter man it's like yes they do but they, they, they yeah they really can like if they if they don't mean anything to you personally that's fine but that's like, fine but like they're important yeah <laughs> otherwise nothing would matter <laughs> right, right words exist so let's use them <laughs> do you have any recommendations well, I, I do if you don't have anything else you'd like to recommend like with all of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little not 
my heart's just, just not in it right now. <laughs> you're just in a you're in a mood. <laughs> well, if you want to watch something that's just nice, uh, I watched through the entirety of the um series the curious creations of christine mcconnell on netflix and it is a pure delight uh i would describe it as martha stewart meets the adams family <laughs> uh christine mcconnell she's uh, i guess she was um like famous on instagram and stuff she just would make like creepy crafts and treats and stuff um and then netflix was like heck that's a show um so they gave her a show and it's it's it takes place in sort of a fictional universe where she like lives in this big creepy mansion with these weird pets they're not really pets friends housemates <laughs> children i don't know creatures <laughs> and she loves them very much and they're terrible awful little critters and you know they just go through their day and have their times and then she's like oh and i'll make a cake for that and then it like turns into like a martha stewart style like you know crafting and cooking instruction show but then like she'll start doing it and she'll like start giving the instructions talking to like the tv audience and then her little critters are like who is she talking to she's so crazy <laughs> like like they don't like it's actually just happening and they don't know what's going on but you <laughs> alex would enjoy it very much um okay. because of her little creatures they're very very good wow. um she's got uh uh, Rankle, the mummified cat god. Oh my um, god! He's, he's just a cat, and he's very snooty and mean and bitchy and great. Um, and then you've got um, Rose, the undead raccoon. <gasps> she will be still your favorite. <laughs> you can't imagine how much you're gonna love Rose. Every episode I watched, I was like, Alex will love this. Alex will love Rose. She's a dear, hero. Dear listeners, I'm obsessed with raccoons. <laughs> you don't even know yet about Rose. Get on it. Um, and then a big sort of wolf man named Edgar, who's a very sweet boy. Aww. Also, Dita Von Teese is some sort of ghost that lives in a mirror. It's great. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> now they so, just need yeah. a Elvira. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's really cute and fun, um, and she makes some really remarkable stuff, and it's just fun to see her. It's like it, they don't even like try to make it like you could make these things. Like you know, they, yeah, they don't. Yeah. It's just like, and then you do the magic that makes this cake work. Yeah. But <laughs> um, but it's really cool to see her build this stuff because she actually does do this stuff. Um, it's just you know they have no illusions about whether or not you're actually gonna try it, so they don't even bother to make it seem possible but <laughs> it's like if you if you can if you can make this then you'll know already <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise no you're not you're not making that it's delightful though it's delightful and spooky and and a good time so um, that's that's something if you just need need to watch something nice did you see the trailer for the new Leica movie yes i did i did yeah the bigfoot one right yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that excited, but I'm always surprised really? by them. So I think it'll be. I mean, it's I'm got sure a good cast. I'm sure it'll be great. I, I mean, just, I don't know. I feel like the whole Bigfoot thing's a little played out. Well, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that there's already there's like another like a Yeti movie that yeah. just come out. Little Littlefoot. 
Yeah, Smallfoot. Smallfoot, right. Littlefoot is the character from The Land Before Time. <laughs> right, which is exactly why they didn't say it, because Smallfoot just sounds weird. Yeah, Smallfoot. Um, yeah, I don't know about Smallfoot, but I mean, this the trailer for... Um, what is it even? Oh, Missing Link is what the yeah. Leica film is called. It looks like they got a handle on the comedy because that's what I've felt has yeah, been. Yeah, but sort I need of... the I need the heart. And we'll see. I mean, <laughs> well, we'll see about it. But it's got a good cast because it's Zach Galifianakis and Hugh Jackman. So yeah. I like those guys. Because my but two I favorite Leicas are are both well they're all dark so it has to be dark it's all dark yeah it is kind of a weird turn for them to do something a little more sort of chipper and less creepy. maybe they wanted to make some money to fund their next dark movie <laughs> right because, and paranorman is my favorite i love 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 paranorman um but i think unfortunately kubo didn't make as much money as it deserved to it was a beautiful film but the comedy kind of was bad. So I, I, I just think it, I don't know, for some reason people just, didn't want to see it. And I'm like, shut up, you need to go see it. I know. No, it's it's a it's a beautiful film. It's worth seeing. And I think it's on Netflix right now. So Probably, we'll yeah. It. It's anyway, cool. And it's got a big, amazing skeleton. It's that got big, a big, amazing, amazing skeleton. skeleton that broke records. It's a big, big skeleton. I love it. You know and me. I love a big skeleton. I think it's also the first one of their movies where you truly forget that it's stop motion. Yeah, it's, oh, it's just gorgeous. They really, they really make art. Yeah, because I think it's, it's, because some of the other movies, they really stuck to mostly stop motion and just had like, uh, computer generated, uh, animation here and there, but. Just to um, fill in things. Yeah, and but I think Kubo is really where they start to blend them seamlessly. Yeah. Man, those those sisters, they're so scary. Oh, they're so cool. <laughs> I want to go watch Kubo now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, okay, listeners, well, everybody go watch Kubo when you're done listening. Yes, or Christine McConnell, but either one is good. Uh, Alex, though, you go and you watch The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Yes, I will take Rose that Rose is going to be your new best friend. You're going to want to <laughs> be her. She's so good. That does it for today's depressing episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and elsewhere. Please rate, comment, subscribe, review. It helps more nerds find us. We really appreciate it, and it really does make a difference. And you can talk to us on Twitter at LitMeritPod. Uh, we also post updates, news, if there's going to be a late episode. Um, and mm -hmm. also, we just, especially on today's episode, I think we would really appreciate any feedback or anything you have to add to the discussion. It's a tough yeah, subject. Yeah, how do you but, feel about it? But yeah. I think we're all kind of in the weeds when it comes to it, so. <laughs> it's tough. And thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song, Fraud, from his album, Artificial Heart. Until next time, remember, no, no guilty, guilty pleasures. pleasures.